Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. We're recording again on a Wednesday here. And it's still releasing on Sunday night slash Monday morning, wherever you are in the world. But hey, hey, we got to work around schedules. Am I right, Tyler? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. How about you? How's your, how's your gig? Oh, the gig... Is all right. I'm learning a lot of things. Uh, getting getting really tired on the days I work <laughs> because uh, it is a 12 hour day. But if you include the drive, it's more like a 14 hour day, plus or minus yeah. depending on traffic. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty useless on the days that I work when I get home. Yeah, I mean that's that's like your whole day. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> Plus side is though, I uh I so I, I sometimes get a seven day break. I frequently have three days in between uh three day weekends, if you would. Not not really weekends, but th because I don't always land yeah. on the weekend, but yeah, I have three day breaks, which I'm currently on. And occasionally seven day breaks, and once in a while I get screwed, but it's okay. Because, you know, it it, it kinda balances out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Really, uh, really just having a ball, learning new things, doing things. Actually, you know, the, once I'm there, the day kind of goes by pretty quick because I'm, I'm constantly doing something. Yeah, uh, that's good. So yeah, it's, it's been good. Uh, I guess real, I, I don't know. There's not much to say about it. We're gonna talk a little bit about racing here up front. F1, Coda, American Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. I got to watch up until like the second set of pit stops, and that that that's all I watched. And then I saw the results, and I was like, okay, well, all right, that happened. Yeah, uh, watching. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most eventful race, but it wasn't the most boring either. Watching it live, though, those last fifteen laps were so intense, like. Because um, everyone thought Max and Red Bull pitted way too early for their last stop, and Lewis went long, and man, was he, he was flying, and then Max ran into a bunch of back markers, and at one lap, Lewis took out like two seconds, almost two seconds of Max's eight-second lead that he had, and you just knew he was going to get to him at the end, and somehow... Max kept him out, out of DRS range. It was kind of incredible to watch both of them go at it in a way. You know, they didn't actually get side by side, but they were really giving him everything on these tires that were just completely shot uh, by the end of that race. And that was intense to watch, for sure. But, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, the atmosphere, watching it, that atmosphere was amazing. Like, to have that in the United States, I mean, that was a very, like, Silverstone-esque race, you know? Yeah. That was kind of cool to see. Oh, man. All right. Breaking through. So, I, I actually have one thing that uh, was on my mind, uh, yeah. after, like, throughout the race. Why did they let Nikita Mazepin race? I don't know. He was... So, 
this is the reason that I like that I that I bring this up because F1 has the 107% rule where you have to be within 107% like your lap time has to be within a certain amount of time of the fastest qualifying time. Mm-hmm. And Nikita Mazepin's fastest qualifying time that counted was well outside of that range. And yeah. this is the second time this year that he's just been allowed to race through it. So, right. Yeah, I guess yeah, I, I mean, guess money talks, but like this is this is kind of getting ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it, it also just shows how bad that that Haas car is. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was way off. Yeah, but I'm, it's not like Mick is doing that much better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but that car just sucks. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, this rule was introduced because I mean, because they didn't mm-hmm. didn't want to include non competitive cars in the race. Mm-hmm. And like, even when Williams was bad, they managed to mostly keep it within a hundred and seven percent rule. But like, Haas is struggling to even do that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're way, way, way off, for sure. So yeah, I, I don't know. And like, he just couldn't keep it on the track. He was like, he was. I mean, a lot of drivers this weekend were um, not obeying track limits. That was a big thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing. There were some really interesting um, battles on track where... Fernando Alonso, like, you motherfucker. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just going to say. He just sent it into that one corner and fucking... Oh, my God. He's a little... He's a naughty little goose this year, man. Yeah, he is. Like, some of the things he's been doing just... I don't know. kind of cracks me up. You just got to laugh at it in a way. It's just so ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, it was um, it was an, an interesting race for sure. I just find it so crazy though that, like, it's just fun to watch Max and Lewis go at it because you know they're both so good and they are both pushing at the absolute limit of their abilities. And they keep pushing each other even further. Like, Sergio Perez, he had an amazing qualifying, nearly had pole, and he was the fastest, I think, in two of the practices, practice sessions, and he was 42 seconds off the pace. Yeah. Like, by the end of it. That's how crazy Max and Lewis were just pushing each other. Like, holy, holy crap. It was, it's just amazing to watch that stuff, and... Really excited for the next couple races. Yeah. Mexico, Brazil should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Always I mean, Brazil is always always really entertaining. Um Yeah. I I don't know. I I kind of like Mexico, but like it's kind of it's kind of filler for me. It it like mm-hmm. in, especially in this section of the calendar. Yeah, um, I, I can see that. I can see that. But yeah. especially when Brazil's the next race. Yeah. <laughs> You're like let's 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 just fucking have two races there. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Five races left. Who 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 you got? Who you think's gonna take home the championship? I think Max is gonna choke. I really you do. Think so? I think I think, think so? Max is going to have a DNF, and it's gonna ruin mm. the race. It, like at the, towards the end, like it's going it's gonna hand it to Lewis, and it's not gonna be what we want. It's not gonna be them fighting to the end. It's gonna be. It's going to be Max's inexperience causing him 
costing him the title. Yeah, I can see that, but at the same time, he's so calm and composed that, for the most part, he is. You know, obviously, like, at Monza, he really slipped up there, Mm -hmm. uh, you could argue. But for the most part, he's very calm and composed, and I could see him pulling it off. But I, I... So I think Red Bull's going to, I think Max is going to win, personally. Just because I think he's been by far the more superior driver this year. But at the same time, I feel like Mercedes just keeps shooting themselves in the foot race after race. Yeah. Um, And they clearly had the pace to win at a lot of these races. And for Red Bull to come out on top at tracks that uh, Mercedes usually dominates, you know. It says something both about how competitive the Red Bull has been this year, but then also, yeah, just Mercedes. Some of the sometimes their strategy isn't the greatest, or Lewis makes that rare mistake that we rarely see from him. So I don't know, man. I think the next two races are going to be very telling, only because they're more favored towards Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. But then there's two completely brand new tracks that F1's never been to. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Still. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's such a entertaining season. You know, even even some of the midfield battles are really good. And yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah. And I guess very quickly here before we get to video games. Fantasy football. I kicked ass. I'm I'm on a roll. I'm on a fucking roll. Yeah, you did. You did kick ass. I uh, I think I won. Yeah, you won. I uh, but, I made the clutch uh, clutch signing of the week in uh, getting Dearness Johnson from the Cleveland mm. Browns with uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt out of the game. <laughs> I went with the third choice running back and it really paid off for me. Yeah. Yeah, I barely kind of scraped by. Not not my not my best week. You need but to I'll stop playing it. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, I've decided you I'm need, not fucking you need playing to stop. this week. Yeah. Yeah. The Chiefs aren't good. The Chiefs are bad. No. The Chiefs are bad, but he I mean, for the most part he's been scoring a lot of points, but yeah, not 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 this week. <laughs> I mean, he's, I'm playing you, I, I, so play 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 Patrick Mahomes. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how much the Chiefs have fallen off a cliff. Yeah, you get you get all the way all the way there, and you lose it. Like you build your your team to win win the Super Bowl that one year, and then if you don't do it, it kind of falls apart. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. Alrighty, let's let's get into video games. Like, uh, I mean, I know you haven't been playing F one twenty twenty one for once, so Tyler, please please bring us something. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to plow through um, uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Oh, okay. Just finishing that up. Okay. Um, so I have, uh, basically, I put a big dent in it uh, on Sunday, and it, but it was mostly just side stuff. Um, got a lot of chests, a lot of upgrades, did a lot of the um, kind of dungeon sort of things you can do to to get a lot of those things to upgrade yourself it's it's a whole loop 
in this game. Um, so I basically cleared out a zone, and now I'm in a totally different one, and I have a bunch of main main quest missions that I'm going to just plow through. And I did, I was curious, like, how many missions I had left, and I am over halfway through in the game, which is which is nice. So I think if I wanted to, I could probably finish this game pretty quickly, but we'll see. I'm just plowing through one one game at a time, for the most part. That's that's what I'm doing. Okay. And um, so yeah, going to finish Immortals, and then then we'll go we'll go from there. But I don't, I don't have too much else to add. How about you? Mm-hmm. What you what you been up to? Well, uh, I I made a little return to uh, one Apex Legends, Ooh. Uh, playing with it, playing with a few old pals, and. Uh, Really, really, just enjoying it. They've made a lot of changes since I last played, uh, with some weapons, um, some attachments and stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited. I'm trying to get back into the groove for when uh, the new season starts. I won a few games actually, doing doing real good stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, I just. They, do you play with any new characters or anything uh, for the recent seasons? Yeah, I played, well, I played, a, so I didn't play as, but I've played against a lot of Seers, the the uh, new uh, scout kind of class, the, your mm-hmm. your little Nas X character that's that's in there, <laughs> or 10, I forget how he's, I don't know much about little Nas, um, but yeah, yeah, you play as the gay cowboy, uh, <laughs> I played against the gay cowboy, and the gay cowboy, uh, fucking kicked my ass uh and um yeah he he has he has a built like i'm not i'm gonna have to play a seer for a few games to figure out his shit because it seems like they knew exactly where i was mm-hmm. um so yeah uh just a lot of cool cool uh cool new attachments that i still have to get used to for for some of the guns like there's there's some stuff that uh there's there's an attachment that makes you reload faster for certain weapons, I, and I know it's really good for the um, oh shit, what's it called now? The wingman, the wingman, your revolver. So I've been I've been using the revolver a lot. Um, really cool stuff. Uh, Have you played the um that arena mode in the game, dude? That's no, and I don't think I'm ever going to because that's not what I'm coming to mm. Apex for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just curious if you if you tried it out. No, no. That's that's just not my thing. <laughs> uh, I'm also a lot further in Lost Judgment. Um, there's a little bit of red herring that I thought was really funny, uh, and I'm not sure like if it's going to go anywhere, but like. So the, I, I think I mentioned there's this gang that popped up after the Yakuza dissolved in Yakuza Like a mm-hmm. Dragon. Um, I'm not sure if any of y'all out there know about that. That's a spoiler. But they, the Yakuza don't exist anymore, I guess. The big families at least have dissolved. But there's this gang right. that popped up called RK. And uh, one of the characters of interest, um, the new Ministry of Health, uh her name is Reiko Kusumoto. Initials RK. But apparently that doesn't mean anything. Or it means something, but not what you think. <laughs> so Trying to throw you off. Yeah, trying to throw you off a little bit. Um, 
yeah, it's uh, it's getting very interesting. I'm noticing that uh, because I'm playing this on a PlayStation 5, and you know how it gives you progress on some of the things, like your trophies or, like, all that stuff, um, it's given me... It, it actually has given me a progress bar for the story. So I am 76% of the way through the story. And cool. I will have it finished by the next time we record. I'll probably finish it tomorrow after this cool. recording. Um, right on. But yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I'm, of course, keeping on playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, just a lot of hype coming around uh, Endwalker. And some of these side features of that. Um, I'm really looking forward to my own private island sanctuary, um, which they've shown off a little bit. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I, I mean, I started very briefly on, uh, oh, what's, I forgot the name of the game. Spiritfarer. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The game where you're on a boat and you guide spirits to, to, to the gate to the afterlife. Uh, so I just started that. Um, very early on, just fixing up my boat in, in kind of the prologue of that game. Um, and I've also downloaded a few games that I haven't played yet. And uh, actually, I don't even think this one's on on uh, PlayStation. I got it through Game Pass, but the Moon, Go- Moon Glow Bay, it's on Game Pass. It's a fishing game, so I'm going to be playing that here within the next week. I'm, okay. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I also need to get back back to uh, Back for Blood because that I, I've been thinking about, about it, and I'm actually pretty close to uh, beating the whole campaign of that. Oh, cool. Yeah, did you guys play last week? Yeah, I played... Just, I, yeah, we played through Act 2. Um, gotcha. So we have, we have Act 3, and it looks like Act 4 is like maybe like one or two levels. So... Yeah, getting close to the end of that game, which just means cool. I play it over again on a harder difficulty with friendly <laughs> fire and uh mm-hmm. you know, just re- Did it did it evolve in at all in, in the second act? Like is there any like cool new shit? Or um, is it a little bit more more of the same, I guess? So it is a little bit more difficult. They add more of the corruption cards, introduce some of those. Um so like there are more like for the common enemies like there's there's more stuff like there, there are armored ones they some of them they have like joggers they have uh common enemies that like explode or turn into pools of acid when you kill them so there's there's definitely a lot more stacked on as you progress through mm-hmm. the game um but yeah like the level design gets like there there are a few levels that are a lot more expansive there's this one level where uh you have to find this guy's arm because there's a hand scanner that you need to get into the safe room. So you're going out and exploring an open-ish kind of level. Um, although I'm pretty sure that you have to clear all of the uh, ridden nests to actually get the arm to go unlock the safe room. But it does give you the option of how you progress through it, which order you take out those nests. And it, it feels more open than it probably is. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I think Back for Blood is is pretty damn good. It's 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 a sleeper hit for me, really. I think it might be in my top five this year. Yeah, I mean, I was I I, I definitely want to play more of it because I was very 
very much enjoying what we played. Yeah. I could see it being up there. Would you say Lost Judgment's up there for you? It is, but I kind of want... I, I want to finish the story, and I want to do a lot more of these side cases because I'm noticing a lot of... So you go into your side cases, and you can pretty much see how many there are, and there's a, there's a lot that I just haven't even touched yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want to see more of that before I pass my own judgment on that game. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's still more games coming out later this year, so... Who knows? Who knows what that ends up being? Although, yep. a lot of the games that I'm excited for for the rest of the year might not be on PlayStation. I know. For me, I think it's it's Forza, Halo. I'm trying to think if there's honestly anything else. Tomorrow, as of this recording, Age of Empires 4. And I was a huge mm. Age of Empires player back when I was... Even before I was a teenager. That was one of the first games I played. And, and, and Tyler... I hope the cops aren't listening, but that was Age of Empires was the first game I pirated. <laughs> oh, uh oh, wee wee wee. <laughs> Who cares? That's Coming an old game you. anymore. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That game's been getting good reviews, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Pokemon oh, as yeah. well. So, so yeah, the games I'm really looking forward to not out on PlayStation. Well, that's okay. That's fine. I am um, genuinely curious, and I probably will play Guardians of the Galaxy that I think is out this week, but I don't think I'll pick it up right away. I have some other things I want to play, but that that seems like my sort of game. Um, so I'm curious about that one, too. Tyler, I'm going to let you in on a little thing that, that I've developed over the past, I don't know, maybe two years. I don't give a fuck about Marvel anymore. I just don't. No. I don't give a fuck about Marvel or any of their properties. It doesn't matter. It does not matter to me. Guardians means nothing to me. Hmm. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. There's there's a hell of a lot of Marvel out. Um, I'm really curious about this new Marvel movie coming out. I think next weekend, Eternals, because the reviews are not, not the greatest for that. And I'm curious, like, why? Um, and it's also, I mean, it's directed by the director of Nomadland, which won Best Picture, and I'm pretty sure she, the director, she won Best Director at the Oscars this past year. So I'm like, hmm, kind of intrigued by that. They made... Bad Marvel hmm. movie seems, seems, seems like something that can't happen, but... So there's a, slight, there's a slight bit of controversy, and, you know... Because I don't give a fuck, I don't really buy too much into it, but I guess it's worth talking about. They uh, they blamed the gay black man character for Hiroshima. They made him do Hiroshima. <laughs> In the movie? In the movie. Yeah. They make mm-hmm. very weird choices. <laughs> they They imply very weird things, that the Eternals were there, and one of them did Hiroshima... But nothing else for World War Two, while other atrocities were happening. <laughs> so I mean, fiction yeah. fiction is weird, but to imply that they were involved in World War Two for that one moment and none of the rest of it is kind of weird. Yeah, that is that that is a weird choice. I haven't heard about that, so yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'll 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 be able to to form your own opinion if you if you choose to yeah. watch it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I also watched. Uh, 
Dune. Dune. Recently. I need to watch. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to watch Dune because I need to know what this is all about. It feels honestly. It I, feels I, very memeable. <laughs> yes, I think you would like it. It's it's certainly slow at times, um, and it just drops you right in. But my God, like I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that looked that good. Mm. Like it's just so stunning. Um, so that that was that was fun to watch. Oh boy! Well, yeah. man, I don't even know where I was going to go from here. We might as well just dive into the news. There's a lot of stuff that happened, a lot yes. of stuff. Um, but I guess first the the thing that happened today, as of this recording, was PlayStation State of Play, and this can be very fucking quick because I'm going to tell you right now, I I I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. There was nothing here for me. Um, yeah, I didn't have too much interest to check this out. Um, you know, it, it, it's definitely the shortest state of play Sony's done. It was only apparently like 20 minutes long. Um, and yeah, they didn't, there's nothing in here that is like, wow, that's a crazy fucking announcement. It's mostly just an update on some third party games and some, some indie games really. Yeah, so um, I guess just to, like, bounce through it here real quick, uh, they shut off Little Devil inside, um, which I guess some people like the look of it. I'm not sure I like... I'm not sure I like how it looks, but it it tries to do some cool things with perspective and their overworld stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know. That's not enough for me. I'm not sure I like the way the characters look in that game. But that's a that's yeah. a personal taste thing. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit more intriguing. Reminds me a little bit of Overcooked, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the game does look look intriguing. I thought we would maybe get a release date at this um, event because it was supposed to be like I think like a launch window game for PS Five, um, but. Then it got got pushed, but yeah, they didn't even give a give a date. Yeah, they're also making the bug snacks bigger. <laughs> You're going to the Isle of Big Snacks. There's a free update coming to Bug Snacks next year. Um, I still haven't played Bug Snacks. I need to play Bug Snacks. Um, yeah, but this update means nothing to me because I haven't even played Bug Snacks yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I do think it's smart for them to put an update out because that game was was one of the bigger games last year for sure. So uh, they also showed off the new Friday uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, I don't give a shit about no Five Nights at Freddy's, either. so we can just skip over that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then they showed off. They showed. The Square Enix logo, and I was like, "All right, here we go, fucking Final Fantasy six, six, 16 And then they pulled this horse shit, uh, showing off Star Ocean: The Divine Force. It's coming in twenty twenty two for PS four and PS five, and it's anime, but the bad kind of anime. And I think it should be illegal. <laughs> How is it a uh, bad anime? What 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 makes it bad? <laughs> uh, so it's starring children. And the uh, teenage girls who look no older than 14 have, like, double D knockers. Uh, so yeah. 
yeah, yeah, it's it's the kind of anime that you that that's a red flag if someone says they like it. Right. Okay. I can see that. Um, I um, I feel like Square Enix always puts one of these games out per generation. And don't get me wrong, they wouldn't keep making them if it didn't have a fan base. So I'm sure there is one there. Yes, but there I are feel a lot like of these perverts. Games... We we know there are a lot of perverts. Yeah, but I feel like these Star Ocean games literally come and go every generation. Um, oh, I'm telling you, someone's you, you coming. You just don't really hear much about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone is, but. Yeah, it's just interesting. Square keeps developing these games that seem to come and go when there's a lot of other things that um could make them probably some more money than that. Mm. But that's just that's just my opinion. Mm. Okay, all right. Or my my uh, ignorant take from as someone that has not played a single fucking Star Ocean game, but that's that's <laughs> just me. So. Alright. Uh Death's Door, which I mean I've already played it on Xbox Game Pass. Uh it's launching on PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. November twenty third. It's also coming to Switch. Maybe play it on the Switch if you have a Switch. Death's Door is pretty fucking rad. Uh but like yeah. I said, I already played it. it. Means nothing to me that it's coming on Playstation Five, but y'all should play it on Playstation Five if or four or on your PlayStation console because that's the podcast we're doing. Um, yeah, Death Door's a pretty rad game. Uh, yeah. All right, so they actually led off with this one, Deathverse. Um, it's a battle royale in the Let It Die universe. Mm. I did not play Let It Die. No. Uh... <laughs> This was very weird to me that they were doing a a follow up and b a follow up that relies on people, a lot of people playing it. <laughs> I don't know how popular Let It Die was, but are there enough people out there who are fans of this to support a battle royale? I guess. I mean, I, Let It Die is something else that I feel like you just don't really hear about anymore. So. I guess I don't know, but but it is, yeah. Being a battle royale, I mean, it's just really hard to break into that genre, and let it die. And games from this developer, Grasshopper Manufacturer, they're very like niche games, anyways. And to to make a battle royale out of that with something that you you need players for, I mean, it's going to be free to play, so that's. Least good, you mm. know the barrier. To, the The barrier to entry is very low, but um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to play this, but I'm curious how well it will do. Yeah. yeah. Uh. All right. Okay. So I I so I watched this state of play, and they showed off King of Fighters 15. But when they so this character Dolores, they opened with. Showing a lot of ass. <laughs> They're showing a lot of ass here in King of Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure is appealing to a lot of people out there. But the, it's just a lot of ass. Um, and you're going to be able to control that ass in a beta 
starting next month, starting November 19th to November 22nd, King of Fighters 15 beta. It'll be on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, if that's if that's your thing. But mm-hmm. if your thing is a lot of ass, I mean, maybe maybe check this out. Yeah, I'm watching this now. That is a lot of ass. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's no. better than what Star Ocean did. It's <laughs> it's not for pedophiles. Um, so yeah. Right. So it's at least it's got that going for him. This character at least seems old enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, this next game, First Class Trouble. Uh, they this article it calls it a mafia like it's it's an Among Us clone. This game's an Among Us clone. I don't know why don't they don't just say it outright in the article here, but it's an Among Us clone. I don't know. Yeah. Two a uh, group of players work together to escape a cruise ship, but two of them are secretly trying to sabotage the team. Yeah, that sounds Yeah. Just like a yep. Among Us type game. Game will be free with PlayStation Plus next month. On PS4 and 5. Yep. So, yeah. It's probably a smart thing for them to do. I guess so. Uh. And then the last thing here, uh, they... I don't know what this game is. I guess it's kind of like a... Vi- it's not even a visual novel. It's a, it's a very weird thing. Very, uh, I don't know. It's called We Are OFK. It's coming out next year. Um, it's... It's a story about this indie pop band that actually exists. Uh, so, actually, I'm not sure if this band actually exists. It just really, they are very convincing that this band is real. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> but it's it, it's a very, they had a very goofy trailer. It sounds like it's going to be a funny sort of game. Uh, I'm not sure how much of a game, I don't know, how, how, how much gameplay is going to be there. Or if it's going to be kind of like a visual novel kind of game. They describe it here as a story-based adventure. Um, so, yeah. I mean, okay, so I'm going to say it's a real real band because they say they're, they're, there's an EP coming from the band later this year. Yeah, so. It must be their, their first music because I, I was just curious and looked them up on Spotify and could not find them. Yeah. So Maybe look them up. Maybe they're too cool for Spotify. Maybe they're in band camp. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. They could band be. camp. Let me yep. let me look them up. <laughs> OFK. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're there. They're there. All right. Um, Curious how a game like that about a band that you know maybe isn't super duper popular yet. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but how they get a game and then put on a stage being PlayStation State of Play. Maybe they're just friends with the right people. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, good for them. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just curious how how that sort of thing happened. Like, how did Sony seek them out or something like that and said, hey, we want to highlight your game? Mm. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Not not the most exciting state of play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess sticking on PlayStation, I 
PSVR news here. Uh, they finally have multiplayer for Beat Saber for all the people still out there playing on PSVR. Uh, good luck finding a match, I guess. Good luck, good luck matchmaking for multiplayer. I don't know. It seems kind of late. I feel like Beat Saber's been out for a long time for them to just now. It's been out since 2018. Three years later, almost. Now having multiplayer. I feel like it's a little late. Yeah, it does seem a little late, but this is also one of the most consistently purchased and played PSVR game. Yeah. I mean, what are those actual numbers? We don't exactly know. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it This it does seem a little late, but it is cool that it's here, and multiplayer Beat Saber seems like something that could actually be pretty fun, mm-hmm. knowing the gameplay of Beat Saber. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We've also got an update for Returnal. Uh, so now you can do the thing that people were complaining about and save mid-run and continue later. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, it seems like a feature that's kind of important. I don't know, man. <laughs> it seems kind of basic to me. Yeah, you can save yeah. your run and come back to it later. Yeah, what... I think the the one thing about this is they're saying that the save is not permanent. You can only come back to it once. Um, but at least it's something you can do in a, in a game where a run can take a few hours. Um, you know, not everybody has that time and, uh, not everybody wants to trust PlayStation 5's, um, sleep mode either. I know I certainly don't to the point where I completely changed every setting on my console. So it never will ever go into sleep mode unless I put it in sleep mode. So, um, that that's a thing and um yeah it's it's just good that good that's here I'm, I'm curious if like if they're saying you can only do this once like say you start a run then you gotta go do something go to bed whatever um you save then you come back to that run and can you then save it again or do you have to complete that run you know or die or whatever you know, is it truly like only one save per run or is it one save per play session of making any sense? You're I I yeah. So it's if it's only one per uh per run, that's horseshit. That is fucking yeah, horseshit. I would I would think so. For sure. Because what if you run what if you like I don't know, what if you just start a run? And I haven't played the game. What if you just start a run and then something comes up, but you got a cool thing, like, really early on, and you want to save it, and then you return to it. Uh, yeah. You return to it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you get a little bit further, and then you want to put the game down for a little while, and then you're fucked. Like, come on. Come on. What the hell, what the hell are they even doing? Just let it, Just make it a standard save function. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What are you actually losing by saving the run? Some some motherfucker out there saves coming? Who gives a fuck? If they want to play that way, whatever. But most people yeah. aren't going to do that. 
I feel like that's the only thing they're trying to defend themselves against. But yeah, I'm totally with but you. But what though. are you like, defending yourself against? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like if that's how someone wants to play, what's it matter? And like you said, most people will just play the the way you want them to. Yeah, and like, um, it, it, yeah. Are there like high? Are there leaderboards? Are there like any of that shit? Because yeah. like. Housemark has gone and said, hey, we're not doing arcade games anymore. So who gives a fuck about leaderboards if it's not an arcade kind of game, if, if you're not even trying to do that anymore? Like, yeah, what, right. do, what does it matter? Right. <laughs> just, yeah. just let people play the game the way they want to play it. Right. I'm with you. And then the other thing, though, they added a photo mode, which is cool because this game is uh, very, very pretty. Mm. There's a lot of cool looking shit. Good lighting. Okay, all right. Seems like something else that should have been there from the beginning, but I get it. All right. Shit can take some time, so, yeah. The update, everybody's been wanting from Returnal. All right. Uh, here, here, Tyler. This, so, after we recorded last week, the day after we recorded last week, Sony released a trailer for the Uncharted yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they should cancel the Uncharted movie. <laughs> Why? This is I'm so curious, bad. It's just so yeah. bad. Like, they're literally <laughs> trying to uh, clip things in from the games. Like, literal yeah. scene for scene, some things from the games. And it's just yes. bad. It's just bad. It's awful. Mark Wahlberg is not fucking Sully. He can't even grow a goddamn mustache. He can't even wear a fake mustache. Right. Um, and I'm sorry, Tom Holland. You just look like you're 14 all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, bless you. You're going to look young for the rest of your life, but, like, you're you're also going to look young for the rest of your life. And even if this is an origin story, I feel like he even looks... He even looks too young for that <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'm with you on, like, everything you said, but I was also, like, this doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it, it does look kind of fun to watch, but, you know, if you if you come from the side of playing all of the Uncharted games... And you hear that this movie's supposed to be a prequel of sorts in kind of Nathan Drake's origins. You're kind of like, well, then why am I seeing all of these scenes from every single Uncharted game in this movie? That doesn't make any sense like who is, at all. Who is this movie for? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, some of these scenes could be cool and uh, to see in the Hollywood fashion. Um, but it also was, you know, it's playing those scenes is totally different than watching them. And playing them, some of them are very thrilling. Like the whole airplane thing in Uncharted 3. I mean, that, that shit was so cool. Um, and I'm with you. Mark Wahlberg does not even remotely it's like he's not even trying to look like Sully at all um, or sound like him and then Tom Holland to me 
while I like him, I feel like I'm just getting Tom Holland in this movie, and I didn't feel, from the trailer at least, any Nathan Drake at all out of him. At all. There was nothing on like, oh yeah, Nathan Drake would do that, or that's how he sounds. Or, And I get putting your own spin on things, but I just feel like, from the trailer, at least, he's missing the mark. And it's kind of like, did you ever play the games? Or do you know who this character is? Like, <laughs> I don't get that. So, um, Yeah, I, I'm going to watch this movie, but the, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel uncharted at all. At all. Yeah, and the thing for me is that people who are fans of Uncharted are going to smell the shit and, like, know that this isn't quite right. And people who aren't fans of Uncharted are going to be like, uh, this is just a knockoff Indiana Jones, and I'm not sure this is going to be even a good one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel it. like this this trailer told me exactly nothing about what's actually happening in the movie. And also, like, told me everything about, like, how much they really care about actually nailing what Uncharted is. <laughs> And that is not at all. They they don't seem to really be nailing Uncharted at all. Yeah, like to me, Uncharted is more about the characters than the actual adventure, in my opinion. I know a lot of people think of it as the actual adventure or those action set pieces or something like that. But to me, it was always about the characters. I loved the characters. And I just feel like... They're not really getting that in this movie. <laughs> they might get the action set pieces, you know. That could be fine, I guess, but I don't know. Tom Holland just does not scream Nathan Drake. If anything, Mark Wahlberg looks more like what Nathan Drake should be in a live action mm-hmm. adaptation yeah. than fucking Tom Holland does. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Make Mark Wahlberg... Nathan Drake and get someone else to fucking play Sully that actually looks like somewhat like Sully is an older guy um, can have a fucking mustache could have gray hair or something like what <laughs> I don't I don't get it I don't get it yeah all right well I think I think that's enough I think we can stop talking about the Uncharted movie until they either cancel it or it comes out. Oh, it's coming out, baby. February 18th. It ain't coming out till it's out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's out. It's out. It's actually happening now. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Tyler, I need you to uh, stop doing your one game at a time thing and do whatever is necessary to catch up on games because you're the guy that I know that plays these dark picture anthology games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and they've already announced the next one, The Devil and Me. Have you even played, uh, have you even kept up with them past Man of Medan? No, I have not, actually. Which, I want to, though, because it seems like they're actually getting better and better. Um, you know, Man of Medan was fine. Um, it was a cool co-op experience, for sure. But the story was fine, especially compared to Until Dawn. Um, but it seems like these games are getting better and better in this recent one house of ashes seems really cool and yeah apparently 
they're breaking this in the season. So this whole Dark Pictures anthology is supposed to be eight games. The Devil and Me will be the fourth one. And they're saying that's the end of season one. So get get the end of the first season next year. I They already, with the House of Ashes, have like a, a Dark Pictures collection, basically. And you can get all three of them yeah. for like 60 bucks or something like that. Um, so part of me just kind of wants to wait until the devil and me is out and then get like a season one sort of collection and play through those games. But yeah, it's, it's cool. I I was kind of worried or it seems cool. And I was kind of worried about this whole idea after man of Medan because that game just was fine. And I'm like, I know Supermassive can do better than this, and if they're going to try to pump one of these out every year, like, yikes. Like, if this is what they're starting with, but it actually seems like they're, you know, improving, and the games are a lot more interesting, and so that's that's good. I'm glad, glad things seem to be going in the right direction, at least for them. Yeah, cool. And I do think it's cool, like, that they put a teaser for the next game in the credits of... You know, the the one that just released. That that is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. All right. Speaking of spooky things, I'm excited about this the next game from Concerned Ape. The creator of Stardew Valley is making a new game and it's called The Haunted Chocolatier. And it looks a lot like Stardew Valley. The style is very much Stardew Valley. But it's a it's it's a different setting. Uh, apparently, like a different kind of kind of gameplay, a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Haunted Chocolatier is a really good name for a video game, and um, you know what? I'm excited to make chocolates for people. Is this, so? Is that <laughs> what you're doing in the game? I'm pretty sure that's what you're doing in this game. You're gathering right. ingredients right. through 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 uh, your your little dungeon delving, and you're creating chocolates for all the people in the village. You're dating everybody. It's just, it seems like it's going to be a good time. So, yeah. I mean, this 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 seems very interesting. And I can see, certainly see the appeal. Um, how long is it going to take for this to come out? <laughs> I don't know. Because it took him 10 years to make Stardew Valley, but he also has a lot more money now. Maybe yeah. he doesn't make this all by himself. Maybe he does, I don't know. But he, it seems like he... It seems like a lot. I'm not. I'm not going to discount how much work it's going to be ma- to make this game. But it seems like he has the style down. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of the game like looks like it moves around the same. Um, I'm not going to say that Haunted Chocolatier is the equivalent of a mod for Stardew Valley, but I feel like a lot of the work for it may have already been done. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying there isn't a lot of work to do, but I feel like in making Stardew Valley, Concerned Ape here has has uh, the framework, um, the systems in place to maybe put this out a lot faster than he did Stardew Valley. Right. Yeah, I can. I can see that with the art style and everything, for sure. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he can get out a lot sooner. I would imagine with the success of Stardew Valley that he's. Got, probably got some help at least ship it's you know certain parts out to different contractors or something like that like 
that would just make make sense. And I uh, I think this game's going to be fucking huge when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stardew Valley really blew up, and I can if this game's anywhere close to that in terms of quality and the gameplay loop and everything. I I, I think this game can be big. Yeah, it's it's definitely like it's on my radar as maybe one of my one of my top 10 anti- most anticipated game. Maybe even top 5 when I'm thinking about most anticipated wow. games especially beyond this year. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. Oh, coming later cool. this year, however, is Among Us. Among Us is finally going to hit consoles this later this year in December. It's going to come around oh, on December 14th. So Among Us is going to come, but not, but not before all those clones already hit. Those Among <laughs> Us clones. Uh, we already saw Fortnite do do the bullshit, and uh, there, apparently there's another another game from today's state of play that is also doing this. But Among Us coming to PlayStation, which is cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it seems a little late, but, uh, you know. Uh, there's still a lot of people playing Among Us, so it's not like the game seems a little late. Dead or anything? They like canceled that. creating Among Us Two to continue developing Among Us. They did. <laughs> they did. Yeah, and it just seems like like this game obviously came out a while ago and then really blew up last summer. You know, I just would have thought it would have been out on consoles a lot sooner than December 14th this year. But hey, man, it's more places to play. Plus, it's going to be coming to Game Pass on Xbox, so. It's another chance for the game to really expand more. And I think at that point it's on every system. It's on Switch already, I think, right? Oh, um, man. I don't... I'm pretty sure it is. Um, and then obviously it's on phones and, and PC. So be pretty much on everything then at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So good, good for them. All right. Got some... All right. What do you, what do you want to talk about first here? Tyler, Blizzard or Ubisoft? Oh, let's do Ubisoft. Yeah, I think this is funny. I think the this first thing from Ubisoft is very funny. They're email. They're sending emails, uh, and if I'm not talking to you specifically, but all the all out there, they might be emailing your wife if she plays Fall, Far Cry Six. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a meme, Tyler. Uh, where where, where, where an obsessive husband says, "Stop emailing my wife." Mm. It's 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 very funny on the internet. Uh, I don't think this is quite as funny, but Far Cry Six is emailing people, shaming pretty much shaming them for not playing their game. Uh, <laughs> and they send emails from the from the um, from uh, the perspective of El Presidente here. Uh, they basically tell you they they're talking shit about you not finishing Far Cry Six. Yeah, they really want you to come back to it. Yeah, keep on keep on going. Can't leave. I, need to need to play the game nonstop. But I do think this is kind of this is kind of funny though. This isn't the first time <laughs> they've done this. I've seen them do this for other Ubisoft games I play. And you know what happened when they started sending me those emails to come back and play their games? You unsubscribed. 
yes, I unsubscribed from their emails, and I deleted those games off whatever hard drive they were on, whether it be on my PC <laughs> or my consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think this is a tactic that's going to play out for them, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I, I don't think this is something where someone's going to get these emails and be like, you know what, I really do need to go back to that. Let me do that right now. Um, I don't think that is. I think it's them just trying to stay in your mind because that's all these any company wants to do. Um, I just, yeah, it is, it is kind of funny, though. What if every video game company started doing this? I would not have an email address that I actually looked at. I would have a specific <laughs> yeah. email address yeah. that I don't look <laughs> at that I just sign up for bullshit through. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm ashamed of myself that I don't already have that. Right. Or I just forward a lot of shit to spam. <laughs> uh, all right, Tyler. Are you going to get back into uh, the Division 2 when they bring a big update next year? Probably not, but never say never. I mean, it was supposed to come this year, but the news here is that it's been delayed till uh, next year to uh, February. 20, February 2022. Okay. All right. I'm just now... This is not me acting. This is not me just bullshitting. But yeah, they're going to delay this update to February 2022 when nobody's going to have time to play their video game. So I imagine they're going to send a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, this seems like yeah. this seems like the worst possible time to put out your update. If if yeah. if I'm being completely honest with the folks out there. For sure. I mean, it's yeah, the, the <laughs> February's fucking stacked. Um this is apparently they're saying their biggest title update yet for the game. Um going to be reworking specializations and all that stuff. I mean, cool uh it's cool that they're still supporting this game i actually i feel like this is a game you just don't hear too much about but i'm sure there's a dedicated player base there i mean they keep keep working on it but um yeah i i think my time overall with the division two is probably probably done okay um the game i liked it a lot and the game was really fun to play through with another person, but when you were playing by yourself, that game is dull as fuck. And um, I did, I liked the end game that they had. Like once you finished it, it unlocked this whole new faction and some extra missions that were really tough and kind of cool. And then a different spin on the missions you already did. Like the end game was honestly kind of neat in that perspective. I didn't do any Dark Zone. Or any, anything like that, which I heard was a little bit unbalanced, I guess, um, you could say. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think I'm done with this game, but but cool. We'll see. I know. I think they put out a, a PS5 version this year. They had that big Warlords of, of New York expansion. I think that was this year. Maybe it was last year. I can't remember. But What is time? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking almost November already. Jesus Christ. All right. Talking about 
games have we given up on? I, I mean, I, I haven't played Overwatch for... I can't even remember the last time I played Overwatch, if I'm being completely honest. But they finally did the thing they were going to do, renaming McCree. Um, because McCree is named after a creep asshole who used to work for Activision Blizzard. Uh, they've renamed the character to Cole Cassidy. Um, I guess it's going to take time for people to get used to that, but, you know, it's it's a change that probably had to be done, and you know what? As I've said earlier, never name characters in your video game after someone who works at the company. <laughs> that just is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I agree. I don't hate the name. To me, character looks like a Cole sort of character, mm. so... I don't know. I guess it's fitting. But yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll take a little while to get used to that for sure. Okay. You know, see, so the thing that fucks this up for me is because as a fan of wrestling and specifically of uh, of um, of AEW, this is a mashup of two names that I'm very familiar with. Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. Mm. So that kind of fucks with my brain here. That's, I mean, it's not like I'm ever going to play Overwatch again in my life. Um, I've already committed to, hey, I'm done with that game. But yeah, this is a thing that would confuse me if I were to ever play it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just me on a personal level here. Um, other Blizzard news we have here. BlizzCon has been postponed. As they look to reimagine the event. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Seriously. After the year that Blizzard has had, maybe they just should be like, hey, we have to sort out our shit. We're not doing BlizzCon this year. But they're... Oh, man. Yeah, honestly, that I feel like that's a, probably a very big part of this not happening. Um, and... I understand that. I mean, yeah, they definitely got a lot of things to figure out. But then also, what... Like, they've already had, what, one or two BlizzCons already where they just showed, like, the same games, basically. Overwatch 2, Diablo 4. And we would get, again, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4... They'd show us a little bit of a chunk of something, probably wouldn't give us a release date. And, you know, at that point, it's like, well, what else? Unless you've got something new, you know, whatever. Shh. Just don't, don't, don't show up. Don't do it. There's no reason to do anything. Shut your pie um, hole. You ain't got anything to say. Shut your fucking, shut your mouth. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So, yeah, just... Go away, figure your shit out, come back when you got got something cool to show. Come back when you have a sequel to World of Warcraft. <laughs> I feel like they need that. <laughs> Desperately. Uh, uh, I don't know. Call of Duty makes enough money for them. And you know what? Here's finally some good news about Call of Duty Vanguard. The file size could be up to 50% smaller than previous releases. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just find it so funny that this is something they gotta tweet out. 
<laughs> like, hey guys, don't worry, it'll be smaller. But yeah, I mean, this is this is good. This is this is really good. The numbers can go down. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, this is good until they keep adding a bunch of bullshit into the game with um, all their seasons and everything, and then it just balloons back up to where it probably was going to be anyways. Um, that's just inevitable. But at least initially here, it's good that it won't take up your whole fucking hard drive. Until the day one patch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I that's coming out soon, isn't it? Next week? Next fucking week. Next Friday. God damn. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Other things that are happening and probably not as noteworthy, so we're going to swing right through them. Uh, CD Projekt Red bought a studio called uh, Molasses Flood who made uh, Flame in the Flood, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's the game. Uh, Yeah, I mean... It's a, it's a, it's a partnership between the studios. I, or did they buy them outright? Yeah, oh, they, they bought, bought them outright. Outright. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they bought them to make. Basically, they want the molasses flood to make smaller indie-like titles with CD Projekt Red's properties. Oh. But they didn't say. They didn't say what would be the first, but obviously Witcher, or Cyberpunk, one of the two. I think my bet would be on Cyberpunk. Okay. Um, but that's that's the plan. I just I find it interesting all this consolidation in the game industry. Obviously, a lot of um, publishers buying up different developers. But now, you know, I mean, CD Projekt Red they do publish some of their own stuff, but a developer buying a developer, <laughs> yeah, kind of wild. We're seeing a little bit more of that now. Um, I mean, CD Projekt so, Red does run GOG, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, they are a big team. They have a lot of money. I, it's not out of the realm of possibility or anything like that, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting. And I don't know, kind of curious what this team could can cook up. I think the Flame and the Flood was a roguelike game um, with, like, survival sort of stuff, one of those sort of games, so... Yeah, I don't know. Just curious what what they could cook up. I think uh, I think um, smaller games within those universes, you know, there's there's some potential there. I think. Mm. So, hmm. roguelike Witcher, and I know they didn't make this game, but Rogue Legacy, but you pick a new Witcher every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? All right. Or a roguelike Witcher that. Is inspired by Hades. Oh man, yeah. That'd be sick. I guess that'd, that'd be sick. Yeah, could be cool. Okay. Uh, sounds like a lot of uh, indie developers are going to get some pretty cool music because uh, composer Shoji Meguro has left Persona. He he's left Atlas. He. He's he's done a lot of the Persona stuff, and now he's going to go out and freelance and do some indie stuff. So, uh, yeah. I liked the Persona 5 soundtrack a lot. 
and you know it's good. It's 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 obviously a bi- a blow for Atlas, but you know, some indie indie teams if they can afford him, get some pretty rad soundtracks out there. Yeah, and considering a persona only comes like every like six or seven years, maybe we'll get more out of out of uh. So Shoji Meguro here, so yeah, yeah. That, that that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much he ends up doing and and all that. It's cool that he could get out there and just do different stuff, you know, different types of music, different types of games. Could be cool. Um, yeah, not, I'm curious how this could affect the Persona games because you know I, when something like this happens, I think of like Marty O'Donnell, who was with Bungie. And then there's that whole blow up. And yeah, I think Destiny 2 still has some great music, but I don't think it's anywhere as near as iconic as some of that original Destiny music. Um, I, I still very fondly remember, obviously, the Halo music. So yeah, sometimes it, it can have an effect, but I, I don't think it'll be the end of the world for the Persona brand. No. I'm, sh- I'm sure the next game will come out and it'll have a bobbin soundtrack. Yeah. And, I mean, he's becoming a freelancer. Maybe they just hire him as a freelancer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And because he's a freelancer, he can be like, um, how about twice what you paid me last time? Yeah, well, in exchange for, I'm actually not even sure what his employment situation there is, so I don't want to imply anything, but also he's a freelancer and he probably doesn't get health insurance through his job (laughs) anymore. Yeah. So he has to charge more. Right. Um, and Tyler, I mean, you added this, this last thing. Uh, a Quiet Place, yeah. the movie, is getting a video game. Yep. I don't get yes. it. Yes. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, know, So I haven't... All right, for context, I have not watched A Quiet Place. And I know there's mm-hmm. another A Quiet Place movie coming out. Um. I don't, I don't know how you make that a video game. I really don't. How you convey what that movie is trying to do through a video game? Yeah, that's kind of what, what I why I kind of. It's a lot of footstep there. noises. It's a lot of it fucking is. footstep noises. That's what that's what the game is. Yeah, so it's supposed to be coming out next year. It's being developed by Saber Interactive, which is interesting the team that did World War Z. So this is going to be an Embracer Group title, um, and also being developed by Illogica, and I guess is that Epitome? They kind of interesting spellings for these development studios, but um, so couple couple teams working on this. What I'm curious about is I could see gameplay very much being like maybe like The Last of Us or something like that. A lot of sneaking around, third person, collecting resources, crafting, all that sort of stuff. I can see that happening. Um, but what what makes A Quiet Place so good is the just the feeling you get watching those characters exist and survive in that world. And a lot of it has to do with sound. And that can be conveyed pretty well through a movie, especially in a movie theater. Um, 
and I just feel like in a video game that might be hard to get across. Like, I think a Hellblade sending you a sacrifice, like that game had incredible sound design. A lot of games do, but uh, that game specifically was really well done in the sound design department. And But this is a totally different sort of thing where silence is so crazy powerful in that in those movies i mean it's so cool what they do with with the sound design in those movies and just to have that come across in a video game i feel like could be a little bit more challenging um but i'm I'm curious how they could pull it off i guess i'm not gonna lie i'm imagining something that's really silly you want to hear it go for it it's a metaverse kind of thing. What if there's a crossover between A Quiet Place and that Apple TV show, C? Oh, God. <laughs> Where you have, everyone's blind, but you can't make a sound. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. Make that yeah, a video how about, game. <laughs> yeah, how about we fucking throw Bird Box in there, too? Oh, God. You can't look at the fucking creatures or whatever the fuck they are. I forget what they are. I, in that movie, but yeah, yeah, no. Hmm. But you play as Jason Momoa in the movie or in the game. Okay, all right, fine. Let's do it. Let's. They should make <laughs> us the uh, the the um the creative directors of video game studios to to make these kinds of decisions that are just you know going to make a lot of people lose their jobs. <laughs> I yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay, I have one more. News is it, story it's the Warner here. Brothers thing? Yeah. What the fuck is multiverses? <laughs> Shaggy's gonna um, go Ultra Instinct on the, all these fools. Uh, yeah. We got we got a uh, Rick and Morty in in the house. We got uh, Adventure Time. Um, we got a we got Batman and Superman. I guess. What else can we throw in here? Bugs Bunny, Rick and Morty, oh, they, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> you know what I noticed? They need more Looney Tunes. This Warner yeah. this Warner lineup is lo- missing a lot of Looney Tunes characters. Give us give us uh give us Taz, give us Roadrunner. Um, LeBron James might be in it. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> you know it. Oh my god. Give LeBron James a gun. Yeah, one. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, apparently. So apparently, this is a Smash Brothers like brawler, but with Warner Brothers properties. Um, the forbidden door has been opened. Nickelodeon <laughs> did it. Now everyone else is going to do it. <laughs> yep. And we'll have PlayStation do uh, All Stars too. That'll never happen. <sighs> Why not? It just won't. That'd be cool. It just That'd won't. be cool. They fuck it. Let's go. The fact that it'd be cool is why they're not going to do it. Xbox yeah. will do it. We'll get an Xbox battle, an Xbox uh, Smash kind of game. Um, have the Master Chief fuck up a pinata, dude. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Uh, actually, Honestly, this could be cool. There's a lot of really cool characters they could use. It could be cool. What if they brought in Mortal it, it Kombat characters? Oh yeah, fuck it. 
that'd be awesome. Yeah. And I'm just seeing in this IGN article, like, other properties include Mad Max, Rocky, Harry Potter, Godzilla. Oh, fuck. Now they got Doom 2 as well. Like, there's some cool shit, man. man. That could be dope. Could be dope. Could be. We'll see. We'll see how much how much they want to put into this. Uh, God damn, yeah. that's a good name for, yeah. for 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 that video game though. Multiverses. It's 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 a multiverse and it's a it's a it's a multiplayer versus kind of game. It's yeah, yeah. Good good game title. They they really took that one. I agree. Yeah, it's gonna be cool for sure. Uh, all right. Well, that is all the news for us to share this week we'll be back again next time i'm trying to think when we'll next record will we actually be able to record on a normal sunday next time yeah i think next sunday i guess yeah so it'll be it'll be a little while but yeah we'll be able to record normal time yeah that that should be good um but yeah that's gonna do it for the show this week um, as always, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. Did you have something to say there? I saw you. No. I, I heard you draw breath. No. Nope. All right. I'm all good. Well, if you're all good, I'm all good. And you can, uh, follow us on social media. All the social medias. At PS Report Podcast. Um, you can, uh. Email us at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler at his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games and. Toss salads and scrambled eggs.